We are L I V E folks at the Weirman Media Studios in Duluth. So I uh, have been doing a little bit of research recently. I shouldn't say a little bit. I've been doing a lot of research recently and I was thinking about someone or people I could find direction from and trying to improve my perspective because I I put out so much content and so many episodes on my podcast recently that um I wanted to take a moment and pause and do some research and inspection and try and improve my perspective. And the person I started to lean into was Tupac Shakur. RIP to the legend, the myth, the all-time classic, RIP Tupac. And um, I have some profound perspectives I've derived from leaning into all of his interviews and his lyrics and his background. Hey, what's up, Garrick? And I think it's really cool that Tupac represented something so powerful. And I'm going to read a poem about Tupac. And on today's episode, then I'm going to talk about the theory of everything and linear versus nonlinear existence and deviation from linear living and living in a repulsive, radical, rebellious manner. And Tupac Shakur represented that. Tupac represented being a, a, rebe- a rebel that was repulsive to linear limits and laws and people, places, and things that are coercing, manipulating, and controlling people and leveraging and coercing to gain have selfish gain. And a big part of a centralized structures is just that. It's manipulation, control, and linear limiting that keeps people from pursuing themselves, their passions, their dreams, and aspirations, and finding that fulfillment in the deviation from the mean. And that's what the episode's going to be on. So the poem goes like this. Thug love comes from thug's passion, comes from thug's pain that gives thug life. Thug's perspective comes from a thug deviating. Thugs are intimate, exotic, atomic energy, presence and force. Repulsive radical matter, free from being controlled, manipulated, or coerced, or sold, or manipulated or coerced or controlled with language, photos, pictures, or words, speaking transparent truth to the universe in a powerful, authentic, vulnerable fashion. So that is essentially everything that I talk about when I talk about matter and linear versus nonlinear existence. And when I'm talking about the theory of everything, we are all li- living in a linear or nonlinear sense. And what I mean by that is we're either living in a manner that is restricted and limited based on time, money, resources, and so forth. Or we're living as rebels that are repulsive, that have perspective and awareness like Tupac. Tupac was intimate and exotic atomic matter. He gained awareness and perspective to the universal truth of his ecosystem by interacting with it and coming from the poverty and the dirt. And when you come from the poverty and the dirt like Tupac did, and you see that firsthand, you now have the perspective, which is incredibly valuable. But at the same time, it's also a curse because now you want to speak truth to that. And when you see the truth of the universal uh, coercion and control manipulation that is going on at scale and has gone on for years and decades and hundreds and thousands of years, it's very upsetting. So there was, there's so much that goes on that people don't even realize when you start to see the universal truth of our society that are linear and limiting and controlling the people, the president, the politicians, the economists, the scientists, the corruption. It's, it is profound. The Rupert Murdoch's, the gatekeepers, the people that limit access to resources, money, and et cetera. The universe is abundant. The universe is nonlinear. We are nonlinear creatures. We are nonlinear beings. It is the centralized structures that generate artificial scarcity 
and limit access to resources. And when they do that, they are limiting our ability to deviate from the mean. What I mean by that is the more time we have and the more energy we have and the more empowerment we have because we have resource control, we then are capable of more likely or or we're more likely to have the capability to deviate from the mean being the linear limiting laws of society. And a lot of our laws and limits of society are actually drafted and created by the people in power. And if you look back on our history and if you study our history, you'll see that when we had smaller sized cities and populations and we were in a much more peer-to-peer type of living fashion, we had a lot more equity and a lot more abundance. But I think it's incredibly important conversation to have around the fact that we are all either deviating from the mean or we're living within a linear fashion. So what when we look at this, the linear limits of, fixa- of fixation, we are all living on a point of fixation where we're letting something, whether it's religion, money, time, ego, ent- entropy, fear, selfishness, or masculinity, they're limiting our ability to then detach and deviate and experience new things or do new things or interact with new people, places, and organisms. And when you think about that, those are all those are all fictional points of fixation. And then if we're if we're fixated on those and we're iterating around them, that means that we're repeatedly repeating this. Think about how many people in life aren't really moving forward or aren't really moving backwards. They're essentially just repeating the same stuff over and over again. Think about that's what time is. Time is our fictional interpretation of the iteration of movement. So once you understand what iteration is, iteration is the repetitive loop of an action, repeating the same action over and over. And if you think about that, that is what most people are doing. They're not actually moving forward or backwards. In all reality, when you see the truth, people are actually stuck and stagnant. And that's why I say if you're stuck and stagnant, you're stuck between winning and losing. There is no dreaming. And that's exactly what I'm speaking to when I say that. And that's exactly what the truth is when it comes to time. Time is an illusion. Time is a fictional interpretation of our iteration as far as progression and movement in life. So it's a really important, relevant conversation. And it's a really powerful conversation to have around time and linear limits when it comes to existing, growing, experiencing, and doing. Let's look at time. And then I'll wrap this up in the next three minutes. The two best examples for me that I thought of in my life is when in my life did I experience time pause or when did I experience a moment in my life where time was frozen, sub-zero, no fast forward, no rewind, running laps through yours, you're running laps through mine. Like To me, the ultimate example of when time becomes irrelevant and nonlinear is intimate and exotic moments. What I mean by that is entanglement to another creature or, or your super partner. When I have made love and it I have lost track of time. That's one example. Another example is when I'm doing something I love or I'm I'm pursuing something I love or I'm actively working on something I love or I'm in the flow state. So to me, that is an example of when you understand the power of intimate and exotic forces and you realize that time really is an irrelevant linear limiting force. And it's about how we can find the empowerment and accountability and responsibility to have the time and energy and commitment and courage and focus to invest our time, energy, money, and so forth in ourselves to have that responsibility, accountability, and empowerment to be a radical, repulsive force that is repulsing those forces of manipulation, control, and linear limiting, but rather 
becoming a light that shares the awareness and perspective of universal truths and does so at scale in a culturally relevant fashion, advocating, educating, and empowering others to do the same. Because if you think about if you think about the uh, a, a country or a universe that was really about investing in its people, they would they wouldn't charge them for intellect. I wouldn't charge you for an education. I wouldn't charge you for X, Y, or Z. If I was all about the people, we the people for the people, we would just build each other up. We wouldn't charge each other. You would just take care of each other. So I think it's just really interesting understanding that all matter is essentially fluctuating because we are primarily water and we are fluctuating between energetic and excited states and light and we're grounded and dark and negative states. And once you understand that, then you understand that we are fluctuating via our point of fixation, via our fictional interpretation of the data being linear laws and limits. And we're going, we're moving back and forth between how we see all that. And if you understand that, that makes total sense. We are all fluctuating as water and waves, and we are all constantly switching our point of fixation. But the majority of us, when you really look at it, are just existing. We aren't really growing or experiencing anymore. So we're living in a, a space of entropy, and we're living in a space of just existing and a space of repeating the same thing over and over and over. And we're really, in doing so, we're putting ourselves in a black hole. And once you understand this, this is why a lot of everything that currently exists is a lot of black hole energy. They are living in entropy and ego and selfishness, and they're no longer experiencing. What I mean by that is they're not challenging themselves to deviate from the linear limits of society and the linear language of existence in a centralized society and structure. And that's exactly what these structures are trying to generate and fabricate. They fabricate and manufacture inequities and artificial scarcity to limit and control people's ability to deviate from the mean, gain consciousness, awareness, and perspective via intellectual insight to self and society to then have perspective and awareness to self and acceptance and empathy and compassion to self, but then also bring that forward to the truths of the universe and speak it into the universe and speak that universal truth in a transparent, authentic, vulnerable fashion, not only about yourself and who you are and where you come from in your circumstances, but to the society's truths. And when people start to share that and we speak about it and we're transparent, authentic, and vulnerable about it, we gain empowerment, accountability, responsibility, perspective, awareness, and intellect. And we start to elevate the level at which we're operating, cooperating, communicating, and creating. And that's a big part of everything that Tupac Shakur represented. So uh, leaning into what he's represented and done and what he spoke to with his music is incredibly important, relevant topic. And I'm going to continue to try and mention and share people's legacies that are no longer with us. And in, 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 in a sense, I want to sh share their legacy and make them immortal. Because if we start to live in a nonlinear sense, we start to realize that we can become immortal and we can do so even, even before we have the tools to do so. We can sustain in a creative nonlinear sense by downloading our consciousness to the internet of all things. Tupac Shakur may not physically be with us currently today, but his energy is still with us. You can turn on any one of his songs and you can hear it and you can feel it. Not only the passion, the pain, but the intimate and exotic force and presence that he was. And you, that's, that's not going anywhere. It's, you will always be able to access 
that online because Tupac Shakur was authentic, vulnerable, and transparent in sharing his truth and speaking truth to the universe in a powerful, authentic, vulnerable fashion. So thank you, Tupac, for all you did and continue to do because your music is immortal and your presence and energy and intimate and exotic force that was one of radical, rebellious, repulsive, intimate and exotic energy is still felt today and moving forward, it will be continued to be felt. So thanks, Tupac, for all you gave and continue to give. Remember, folks, Weirman Media likes to always say it's not right. It's not wrong. It is simply our perspective.